Section 20. Agricultural Villages. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tom Hirsch. This brings me to the next feature of the scheme, the creation of agricultural settlements in the neighborhood of the farm around the original estate. I hope to obtain land for the purpose of allotments which can be taken up to the extent of so many acres by the more competent colonists who wish to remain at home instead of going abroad. There will be allotments from three to five acres with a cottage, a cow, and the necessary tools and seed for making the allotment self-supporting. A weekly charge will be imposed for the repayment of the cost of the fixing and stock. The tenant will, of course, be entitled to his tenant right, but adequate precautions will be taken against underletting and other forms by which sweating makes its way into agricultural communities. On entering into possession, the tenant will become responsible for his own and his family's maintenance. I shall stand no longer in the relation of father of the household to him, as I do to the other members of the colony. His obligations will cease to me, except in the payment of his rent. The creation of a large number of allotment farms would make the establishment of a creamery necessary, where the milk could be brought in every day and converted into butter by the most modern methods with the least possible delay. Dairying, which has in some places on the continent almost developed to a fine art, is in a very backward condition in this country. But by cooperation among the coteers and an intelligent headquarters staff, much could be done which at present appears impossible. The tenant will be allowed permanent tenancy on payment of an annual rent or land tax, subject, of course, to such necessary regulations which may be made for the prevention of intemperance and immorality, and the preservation of the fundamental features of the colony. In this way, our farm colony will throw off small colonies all around it, until the original site is but the center of a whole series of small farms, where those whom we have rescued and trained will live if not under their own vine and fig tree, at least in the midst of their own little fruit farm, and surrounded by their small flocks and herds. The cottages will be so many detached residences, each standing in its own ground, not so far away from its neighbors as to deprive its occupants of the benefit of human intercourse. Cooperative Farm Side by side with the farm colony proper, I should propose to renew the experiment of Mr. E. T. Craig, which he found worked so successfully at Rallahine. When any members of the original colony had pulled themselves sufficiently together to desire to begin again on their own account, I should group some of them as partners in a cooperative farm, and see whether or no the success achieved in County Clare could not be repeated in Essex or in Kent. I cannot have more unpromising material to deal with than the wild Irishman on Colonel Vandeleur's estate, and I would certainly take care to be safeguarded against any such mishap as destroyed the early promise of Rallahine. I shall look upon this 
as one of the most important experiments of the entire series. And if, as I anticipate, it can be worked successfully, that is, if the results of Rallahine can be secured on a larger scale, I shall consider that the problem of the employment of the people and the use of the land and the food supply for the globe is unquestionably solved were its inhabitants many times greater in number than they are. Without saying more, some idea will be obtained as to what I propose from the story of Rallahine related briefly at the close of this volume. End of section 20 Recording by Tom Hirsch.